0: You know what? It will slow you down out of the gate. But you know what I say to that? Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And that's my one piece of advice to sales and marketing teams. <laughs> hey, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, we got to do this on Wednesday. Why? Because then I can go, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, you know what day it is? You know what day it is? hey mike hey mike <laughs> it's something but it's but it's not hump day
1: it's not we're already past hump day i know on, that's what we got uh, we're on the downward slide
0: we gotta we're we're in the t of the wtf yep um we gotta change we gotta change the recording date now i i never made that connection before here, here here's the thought to ponder you know with all the progress in athletics Right you think about what they do today versus what they did 10 15 20 years ago right and this would yep. you know this being an olympic year you know summer olympics over diving still no one in the olympics has attempted a triple ending.
1: I did not know that that would you read that on ESPN today or you just know that as a
0: Do you know what a do you know what triple path. ending is
1: yeah, it was what it, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I, I, was watching, uh, I was watching Back to School. And uh, it was on in the background. while I was doing some work, and it came out. And I thought, you know, to this day, no one other than Rodney Dangerfield still has done the triple ending. Full how, full how come full. no one's attempted it before? I mean, I know it's tough. So it, It's so good if you see the movie of how, like, it's so obviously a somebody wearing a, wearing a wig. It's, it's, it's hilarious.
1: Right. What a classic movie.
0: It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So, uh, we're we're officially in fall. Football season starts tonight. Baseball season's winding tonight. down. The, I guess uh, you're getting ready for college basketball. Football, aren't college
1: we? football started. College football started last weekend. I, nah, I'm not a basketball guy.
0: I mean, I, youth basketball. I'm talking it. about. I'm talking about Mike, the dad with two boys. Who
1: no, I, trust me, you do not want me coaching basketball. I know nothing about it. Um, do they play? Yeah they, they, yeah, they both play, uh, and, but they don't, they don't play travel. They don't play travel basketball, but football started. Our first uh, game starts next weekend. We're, we still got a month left of, of travel baseball, and then it goes on football and basketball.
0: You've got a month of travel baseball still?
1: I should say a month and a half. It ends at the end of October.
0: Isn't this supposed to be like fall ball period where, where it's all secondary stuff?
1: It, it, well, it is so. It, the the practice schedules are not as crazy. Um, next weekend, you know, I'm actually excited. You're only we're practicing to, three we're days. We're doing the Cal Ripken. We're doing the Cal Ripken. No, only one day a week. We're doing the Cal Ripken experience next weekend, which is going to be awesome uh, in Aberdeen, South Carolina. No, no. Uh, if, so, if you're not familiar with the right near, uh, right north of Baltimore, oh, so in Carolina okay. they have. Yeah, they've replicated like Fenway Park, Camden, all of you know, those fields, and they're all youth baseball fields.
0: So yeah, we're playing uh, in the
1: tournament there next weekend.
0: So my son went to, uh, they, they, they would do one week summer camps there.
1: And so he oh, went and there. Oh, they would do it there, really? Okay, yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, but so the experience is both in, um, you know, they've got it in Aberdeen and they have a big facility down in South Carolina. Pigeon, which is uh, where Pigeon
1: I think, Or is it Pigeon Forge it. or? Yeah, well we could talk about this anyways. I don't remember my hours. I don't yeah. remember.
0: All righty. I guess we're going to go for. we're going to You know what, before we go there, before we go, before we go to the main topic, um Martech world's been crazy the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, couple uh couple acquisitions, but, couple announcements, um, you know Drift obviously had I don't want to call it through in the towel, but um drift sold yep
0: um what do you think about the quote-unquote consolidation in martech
1: well i mean there's obviously every day there's more and more companies popping up you know small small businesses both in you know or, or startups in both sales and martech um but i think but what do you think we're about we're the consolidation? point we're still uh i think it's i i, I think it's good it 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 it's it ex- employees get cash they are hopefully they're getting cash and then they can go start their own things and um, exits exit for any as long as it's a good exit good financial exit I think exits are a good thing now as far as the, the consumer is concerned or the, the the user that can certainly be challenging I mean I'll give you an example Lola uh, who we all know Mike Volby was the CEO of now that's not Martech but we were relying on them for their, you know, their spend product, and now we got to go find a alternative to that. They gave us really two weeks notice, and we really went all in on on the spend product because we thought it was great, and now okay. that's uh, now that's gone.
0: Are they? Oh, so this will show you how much I've been in a cave and knows the grindstone I've been. Um, are they shutting down that product, or is Lola?
1: it was not clear in the email whether or not Lola is just like kind of going away or shutting down the product. It, well, they're definitely shutting down the product. Um, but it wasn't clear if, if Lola is going away or not.
0: Um, yeah. I remember if you go back a couple years ago, we had uh, Scott Brinker on and I know I brought up the point about consolidation and, 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 and he nailed it, right? He said, you know what? Yeah, sure. Consolidation is going to happen. But for every two that that combine four more will emerge, um, yeah. which certainly seems to be happening. But yeah, I, I you know, and I remember we talked probably two or three years ago where viability of was something that you should consider, and and, and it is going to be interesting that you know to see if that if these consolidations are leading to, will will lead to more of that conversation. You know, my concern is that the consolidation that I'm seeing tends to be um, I'm going to call it second tier. And so what we're getting, like my, my fear is I'm seeing more and more bloated products. Actually, I even saw somebody the other day talk about, um, you know, bringing together your platforms Mm -hmm. and it was like fingernails on, on a chalkboard. It's like, no, that that, that's, you, you can't have platforms Mm -hmm.
1: Right. You can't have right. two operating systems. Well, I mean, with VMware, you can have two operating systems on your machine, but who wants to deal with that? Right. It, it,
0: it, so, so it was um, um, interesting. Okay. Anyways, let's go ahead. We're going to get to the main topic today. I know uh, Hannah's probably already going. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. All right, Mike. We haven't talked better in a while. How are sales and marketing doing together how how's the sales and marketing family doing
1: are, are we, we're it's twenty twenty one we're we're having the same well I think we'll have a little bit of a different conversation i mean i'm seeing i mean from a high level i see some or i mean well let me take a step back are you are you referring to more or less like the old term sales and marketing alignment um, but it, what's the
0: how, are, how are sales and marketing thing. teams um, how are sales and marketing teams doing
1: so I see a lot of organizations where it's just more of the same that we that we've seen since at least that I've seen since the beginning of time I am seeing some organizations that invest in things like invest more in revOps sales ops marketing ops um, those are the types of companies that I think are really growing um, and, and, and are having, you know, having more success than others because they're investing in those areas of so making sure that those two entities are, I hate to use the term, in alignment with one another. There's more responsibilities from sales going into marketing and some responsibilities of marketing are going into sales. And then you've got an overarching operations group that's overseeing that. Tell me more as far as
0: you you have an operations team. That's overseeing that. What does that mean?
1: Well, they're, they're facilitating what they know about the sales process and the marketing process so that they're, so that there's clean data, there's a clean process that needs to be followed and ensuring that those two, those parts of the organization are working collectively together towards one common goal.
0: So you think there's good progress?
1: For some organizations, yes. Organizations that are investing in those areas. I mean, you talk a lot about revenue operations. So, you know, what are you seeing? Companies that invest in revenue operations, are they seeing higher growth rates? Are they seeing see are the marketing getting along? Are they, you know, what, what are they doing? I, I, you're more, you're more in the, you're more in the trenches of that than I, than, than, that's
0: why I was wondering what you were saying
1: for a long time. I was like, okay, wait, you're because we, we tend to be meeting with like with larger organizations or even mid-sized enterprises that are having extreme growth. I'm not meeting with the people that are, you know, writing the content, pushing the the send button on an email, like I was three years ago in those organizations. I'm meeting with quote unquote operational folks that are overseeing both the sales aspect and marketing aspect of a company. So,
0: I think revenue operations is a byproduct so it, it it almost you know for as much as as we do in revenue operations as much as I talk about revenue operations um, it it hurts me when I hear um, for example the objective is to build revenue operations because like that that's the wrong that's the wrong mindset right what you need to do is you need to build capabilities you need you need um you you know you need certain capabilities you need certain levels of functionality you need um protocols of communication you know we we had we had mark killings on a couple episodes ago and and they actually went to a a revenue operations a you know across organizational revenue operations and then and then broke free from it right and and i think the you know for what they're doing and how they're doing it um i think that makes a lot of sense i you know it, it certainly i was certainly impressed with with, with how he explained it um and and what i like about that is um i mean a they inverted from the customer to the process um but b they they built their recipe um so, so what I'm seeing now, there's no question that there's more operations. There's we're certainly coming across more organizations that, that, that have somebody labeled as marketing operations, sales operations. Um, what, what I'm seeing more than anything else is that is, it's a very reactive approach. Um and, and so you 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 made the statement operations overseeing everything. That was the
1: well, I I shouldn't say over, but they are the ones that know the, the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, and the left hand knows what the right hand is doing. And the operations folks that I'm talking to, which seems to be more often than I ever have, they actually understand the Full sales process, the full marketing process, and how those, how those come together and where they come together.
0: See, I, I think that has more to do with you're talking to larger companies than you used to.
1: Uh, I mean, there, there is, but again, I'm seeing some mid sized companies that are, uh, that, are, that are growing rapidly. And I think that's part of the reason why they're probably growing rapidly. they've put processes in place
0: so here here's here's the well sure i mean
1: are, are they How growing the organizations rapid- still fly by the seat of their pants like even large organizations that's moving a, a large organization that's like moving an aircraft carrier and i shouldn't say that i'm seeing large organizations implement these types of things very successfully in fact, those are the probably the ones that I'm talking to the most. That they have no idea what the right hand's doing, and the right hand has no idea what the left hand's doing.
0: Give me an example. So and you're, that could you're, be in the
1: same marketing department.
0: I, I'm, I'm not following. It's it's too. It there's too many pronouns. Too pronouny.
1: All right, so let me think of, okay, so a a company I was talking to yesterday, um, I get on the phone with them. It's not a person from, um, it it was their director of revenue operations. Now, I know that's a buzzword um, to a certain extent. Um, I think everybody wants to have that as part of their organization. But he is the facilitator of, he understands what marketing is doing. He understands what sales is doing. And from a process perspective, when do we hand off the leads? What do leads look like? Okay, are those leads actually doing anything? And if not, well, t- tell who's me the being other story. Responsible t- for this. Tell me the
0: other story. When you know that this large company, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. I, I mean, I hear that all the time, and I think
1: that, that's. I mean, that's a, I that's a ton of large companies. Like, I, like large companies are like, yeah, we use Marketo. And then we've got this other group over here that uses Marketo. And then we've got this other group over here that uses Marketo. I, 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 and they, they none of them talk. They, they're they emailing the same people. They're, they're emailing them day in and day out. This group is mailing Mike. That group is mailing Mike. And this group is mailing Mike all on the exact same day. And it's all from the same brand. And it all has the same tone. And what does Mike do? Mike just gets like what is so, WTF? Why am I getting so much email from this large company?
0: And 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 so you just opened up a door that no one considers. And based upon what I heard, my, my conclusion is that stuff must not matter, right? If, I, if everyone's much going much for hyper growth, sure. everyone's getting bigger. And now you're telling me the largest companies are, you know, playing Keystone Cops. Well, then
1: then so what? That's the, I guess some can look at it that way.
0: Well, why shouldn't I look at it that way?
1: Uh, You know, well, it's not,
0: hold on. There's actually a really um, interesting study that I, I was able to get the abstract on that basically started out with, you know, why do companies not invest in customer satisfaction? Answer, because it doesn't pay. Like, why is Comcast a pain in the butt to work with and they haven't fixed? Because it doesn't actually influence behavior.
1: Yeah, but that's, it, but that, but, but that, but that's not true because they're more or less nope. a utility, a monopoly, a monopoly, and that's not a good example. Look at how much... What what do you okay? Let's talk about a company that we're all fans of. Who has some of the best support that's out there? And every almost every company you talk to that uses them says the same thing: HubSpot support is phenomenal. They've grown and, because okay, they have great great support. And you know who, You know,
0: let's talk about a company that I hear regularly complain about support. Do you want to know who I hear regularly complain about support? Salesforce. Salesforce. Yep. Mike, I got a question for
1: you. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be Salesforce? Salesforce is a self, like self, there's, we can go down the route with, do you know how many companies want to move away from Salesforce, but they can't? They're locked in. They're just simply, they cannot move from Salesforce. They're locked in.
0: Mike, who do you want to be? Do you want to be Salesforce? Do you want to be HubSpot?
1: Right now? HubSpot's growing at an incredible clip. Who do you want to be, Mike? Right now you
0: get to pick one. You get to be one of Salesforce or HubSpot.
1: Do I get to be the CEO or like with a lot of stock, or do you am I just some employee? No,
0: you're the czar. You're the czar of I'm the, the company. Czar. You're the dictator.
1: I'm you the own dictator it. Do you want to own company.
0: Salesforce or do you want to own HubSpot? Oh my oh, come
1: on. That's like I I, I well if it, if it's, well you're playing a pure financial game. I, like there's only so much money that I can deal with in the world if I'm the czar. Salesforce is a piece of shit. Like it, it's 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 a bloated product. Nobody likes it. Oh man, you
0: are it's, so inside baseball here. Come on.
1: I've used Salesforce for years. I used it for 13 years, and it was the worst product in the world.
0: Yep. Which, which, by the way, that's an unfair statement. It's not the worst product in the world, but I know what you mean.
1: Yep, you're and right. It's the worst yep. CRM or or tool. It's not the
0: worst. World. It's not near. It's not near the worst. But but look, I'm I I you you know I understand all the flaws of of, of Salesforce, right? Right. And and who wins more new business?
1: Salesforce. They're bigger.
0: Who? who's growing more revenue per year salesforce yeah so so who's growing value increasing dollar value more per year salesforce so so what, what am i missing
1: well I, I look at look at i wonder how many cust- like how many customers they're growing per year Versus the alternative.
0: Oh, I bet you they have more. Number of net new customers. I bet you they have more net new customer growth. Mike, I see it. I see it in head to head competition. Salesforce beats Salesforce beats HubSpot in head to head competition in, in, in the low end of the market for, for, for Salesforce. And now I'm, I'm not, I I think HubSpot is playing the game that, that, that they need to play. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of HubSpot, you know, Lord knows we, 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 we built it on HubSpot, but I think we're supposed to be talking about sales and marketing alignment. And somehow we got like really, really far away from that. Yeah, right. But, you know, you, you, asked me the question, are, you know, are, are, are the companies that we're investing in, are they growing more, um, are, you know, are they growing? Yeah. Yeah. They're growing, but, but like, I, I mean, a, you have two problems when you ask the question, are they growing? Number one is we don't know. I mean heck, their investors don't know as we're learning more and more and more. <laughs> okay. True.
1: True.
0: Um number two, yeah, yeah, of course they're growing. Who who isn't growing? Right? You know, there's 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 a big tailwind going going right now. So again, I'm a fan of of, of revenue operations. I think I think if you look at the top ten to twenty percent. Of, of people that are executing, you know there there's no question that you know they're generating more momentum, they're generating more velocity. But I would say that of the people that are implementing revenue operations, I, I actually think what's happening with with the operations side is it's actually become an an interesting tax. I think I think so much of operations has been driven by the the growing complicated tech stack that that we finally have learned that that if we want people to implement they can't manage the tech too and there's so much tech under and someone needs to try to do x y or z so we're hiring people um now now i'll also say i don't know specifically that there are more operations people because i think a lot of people used to be called admins and they're now called operations right which is my point about about the reactive side um, so from from an overall standpoint from an overarching standpoint to get back to our topic and and since you know but when we started the show you said oh we talked you know talking about it in 2021 we talked about it so i mean the the black line the name is based on the issue between sales and marketing oh, you know, the black Be line between sales and marketing process. right so on on a how much do, do you see net slight improvement, a lot of improvement, amazing improvement? We're in the same place, slight decrease, big decrease, gargantuan decrease in this thing that we call sales and marketing align. Are we in the same place that we were five years ago? Or are we better?
1: I would say I, I would say if we're if we're looking at a black line, the black line is becoming more blurred towards. Things happening in a, in a better, like in a better capacity. Like we're we're, we're improving the alignment between the two within organization within certain organizations that, that 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 believe in that.
0: I love how you start with a statement and then you go to a whole set of qualifiers.
1: well because there's no there's no one statement you can make every organization operates differently so
0: overall in the market has it gotten better and if it's gotten better by what degree has it gotten worse or has it stayed the same from an overall basis it's more. Okay, well, there are so some that, that have case, gotten
1: much better well, then, okay, and there are some that right, have gotten okay, much well, worse well then in that case right so okay so in that case it's still stayed the same if you're just looking at a you know a bell curve it's 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 stayed the same
0: Oh, that's interesting. Do we, is, is it a bell curve or is it a Pareto curve? Is it let's, that we've got let's, some let's that are getting yelling. much, much better, but most are getting worse? See, I'll, I'll go to my point. I still think that we're pursuing, um, I still think we're, we're pursuing mythology. Let me ask you this. What is alignment? What, what does alignment look like? What does alignment feel like?
1: Well, I mean, at the the end of the day, the the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, and they're all marching towards a common goal. What does alignment look like to you?
0: What does alignment feel like? I'll answer the question. I want to ask, but I want to get your take first. What does alignment feel like?
1: Uh, I mean, you can certainly, again, everybody's marching in the same direction where whether you're in sales, marketing, customer support, customer success, everybody's feeling good about their contributions in the company, you know, in a company moving forward.
0: So no tension.
1: I mean, there's always going to be some level of tension, but like.
0: People aren't yelling at each other.
1: There's always going to be somebody that yells at each other. I'm married. I've been married for 14 years, and I, I you know, have good alignment know. with my wife. But I still, we still. Do you know what one of the key signs of a
0: high trust organization is?
1: Hmm.
0: Open conflict.
1: Yeah, there you do go. You know what
0: a sign. Do you know what a sign of a low trust organization is? Hmm. No conflict. What word do you associate with alignment? Conflict or no conflict?
1: No conflict.
0: Yeah. You know, I, let's talk about one of our favorite companies, HubSpot. Does the right hand know what the left hand's doing? I, I, I think sometimes.
1: They, I, I think from a, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not involved in their business day in and day out, but from, from an outsider looking in. You know, that's so? the
0: problem with alignment. The problem with alignment is what, is the problem that my wife has with every house that we ever visit. Why can't we keep our house as clean as theirs? Because from the outside, everybody's house looks clean and orderly.
1: That, what, that is true.
0: Right. You know, I, I don't think marketing and sales are supposed to be aligned, right? I, so so again, I think alignment is the byproduct. It's not the objective, right? We, we, we have in our head and you make no say- mistake
1: yeah i mean we we we've right
0: right you know and, and and make no mistake about it i i use it to my advantage in images we, you know we have in our head that alignment is this high precision um rowing team that you know that's coming in and and the oars are hitting the water at the same time in the same degree etc and that is a you know that that's a very you know that is alignment in a linear play that's that's alignment in a in a very finite game. And it's also, um, you know, even if you go to, to a long row um, rowing team, it, it still falls under the category of a sprint. You know, I want to see somebody do the 24 hours of the Charles river, river um, rowing. Right. You know I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, like, and, and obviously that, that, with sales and marketing, we're, we're talking about dynamic, complex ecosystems. We've got different areas of focus, different degrees of control, and it comes back into, you know, it's about making trade-offs. Right? And, you know, so, so, so alignment to me is when, when everybody leaves committed to the effort, when everybody's open to, um, you know, to, to the adjustment, we're 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 committed to the process, not to the ego. We're committed to, um, you know, you know, the, the the ego is centered. It's not it's not individualized, which 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 leads to, you know, I, I don't think you can have alignment if you don't have psychological safety, right. But you know, one of the dangers of, of of shooting for psychological safety is you can overshoot psychological safety, and all of a sudden it becomes yeah. And then everybody's doing everything,
1: right? 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 Exactly.
0: You know, I I, I think we've got. Um, I heard a great
1: phrase. That's a good, that, That's it. No, I, I like that. I like that definition a lot.
0: So 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 I think like, I think alignment is something you see after the fact. But I think highly aligned organizations don't feel aligned in, in in the middle of it right there, there's there's lots of shit going on there's lots of different perspective and and you know there, there there's a time for debate there's a time not for debate um i i think oh the the, the quote that i was going to give you um slow is smooth smooth is fast Right. And so we talk alignment and then we talk hypergrowth. We talk alignment, then we say run fast and break things. We talk alignment and we say no one regretted doing something too early. Right. And then we wonder why people feel like they're living a schizophrenic life. Right. You know, we, you know, the last two years, I'd imagine we've had the greatest growth. in in our history and i don't mean that just from the standpoint of 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 revenue client growth etc i'm talking about our capabilities our, our our ability to deliver i i i wake up some days and i pinch myself but a it it didn't feel that way as as we were going through it b while the last two years have been great i can trace the, the birth of that to the two years before that. Prior to. That, that yep. were extremely disruptive, including, I remember Campbell. a November, where, where, where I paused, stopped and said, you know, I, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I'm, I'm too old for this shit. And, and even, I'm not sure I can, maybe I'm the wrong person to do this. Right. So, so like that didn't feel, you know, and, and the other, so here's the most interesting aspect of, of this period that I think has been our strongest, strongest period. Everything happens slower than I expect. Everything, everything is harder than I thought it was going to be right and, and so it's like this, like, how is it that everything is taking longer, but we're getting there faster,
1: right? Well, Rome wasn't built in a night, you know, that's, as the old saying goes.
0: Yeah, but, but I tried to build, you know, I, I've come to have a whole new respect for the tortoise and the hare. Right. I, I, I understand the hair. I understand, you know, it, it's this whole aspect of, so, so I was just reading this book effortless, or actually I was listening to it. That's where that quote came from. Um, slow is smooth, smooth, smooth is fast, right? You can't go fast if it's not smooth. Um, and, and I've always liked the rubber band analogy. So if you're not, um, watching the video right now, I'm stretching a rubber band. Right. And, and the thing is alignment is kind of like this. Right alignment's not this where there's no tension, like no tension, no energy, right? It, it's the aspect of you have to have tension. But if you put too much tension, you actually weaken the rubber band. You actually weaken the weaken the systems. You actually run faster. I'm sorry, you 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 accelerate faster, and then you break. Right? Um, it's the trait, you know, 15 mile rule. Right, we're going to do fifteen miles. On the days that we could do hundred, we're going to do fifteen. On the days that we feel like we can only do one, we do fifteen. Here's the beautiful thing: if you only do fifteen, like if fifteen's the number, then you do fifteen. And on the days you feel like you could do hundred, you do fifteen. One of the things that's nice is you never run into a day where you feel like you can only do one. Right? Um, we 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 truly adopted more iteration. I've actually changed some of my working style and how we're utilizing things, um, you know, and, and, and I'm using a task manager, um, to, to, to track different things. And the number of times where, you know, I got this little piece done today. I, I almost feel guilty, but I mark it as complete because I can immediately set up the follow-up task. So I like it complete follow-up tomorrow. Right. And, and like yesterday I had five things. I'm like, you know what? I'm not leaving with that many things undone today. I had a crazy day yesterday. I did a little thing on these five things, move them to tomorrow to today. Um, and, you know, so I've been doing that for a while and, and, you know, we can track productivity, et cetera. My productivity has shot up. The consistency has shot up. Our ability of being on top of things has shot up, but I actually feel like, I feel like it takes less effort. Right. And, and, and so I think that same thing is, is what's happening. You know, when we look at sales and marketing and we talk about alignment is, you know, what's like the people who talk about alignment all the time. I think those are the people that struggle with alignment, right? If, if you are, sorry, next point, diversity. Diversity I think diversity. Right.
1: So let, let's come, let's, let's come back to diversity in a minute. Because you said something that I, I just want to clarify because I've gotten myself into that, um, into that trouble. And I know, I really know you as a person and you're a very creative person, but I think with focusing so much on the task at hand, you can, you can start to get yourself into trouble. Um, and what I mean by that is if all you're focused on is I got to complete this task, this task, and this task, and that's, that's the main goal of the day. You don't leave aside anything for creativity or, um, you, you you're just not you're becoming a task rabbit is more or less what it be, what it starts to feel like. At least I've I I know I've I've painted myself in that. Um, now I have tasks every day that I try to you know I, I use Evernote to, to track my progress and check things off. Same thing, um, but I see, try not to just live that, and breathe by that.
0: So so here's the interesting thing. In in Evernote, I don't get to check it off because it's not done. What I those five things I did yesterday, I didn't finish them. They're not done.
1: You made progress on.
0: It. I did something. I did something.
1: You moved them to tomorrow.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I did something.
1: I'm I'm playing. I don't, I don't, I'm playing. But, you kicked the kid down like, the road. No, I know. I'm just. I'm and joking. and so.
0: And by the way, part of what I've done here is I now have an automated system that enables this to happen. It's so when I was telling Jess today that when you as you begin to implement the 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 processes and the designs that get rid of these small little um, annoying friction points that we just put up with forever, a, a funny a funny consequence has happened, which is my tolerance for those little um, um, annoyances has gotten less and less. I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example this morning. I needed to get a couple of things needed to order a couple, you know, I needed a double sided tape. Um, and there's a problem with my, with my mic cord. So I ordered a new USB cord. So I went on to Amazon to get that real quick. And my wife had four things sitting in the shopping cart. And so I'm going through this and I'm like, and I'm like, why, why are there four things in the shopping cart? What What? what the hell are you doing? What's going on? what, Oh, well, I was thinking about, oh, you were thinking about, well, why are they in a the shopping cart, right? I mean, I, it, it was like, she goes, well, I'll, I'll, I'll move them to save them till later. I'm like, well, how's that solve anything, right? And she's totally confused, right? She's thinking, well, I, I solved it. I'm like, yeah, well, okay, you do that. What, what's going to prevent that from happening again? You know what? I went on Amazon to do something that was supposed to take like less than a minute. And now I've got a, you know, AI almost bought a whole bunch of things you know, luckily I actually paid enough attention to catch it, right? You know, how's this solve it? And, and I'm, it took me 15 minutes to finally figure out how to navigate with Amazon to create her separate account within our family account. Um, I know some people probably, I must be a technology idiot. Some people probably can do it in, in 13 seconds. I don't yeah, know, yeah. but it's like,
1: you know, and, and there were- now you, do it in thir- now you can do it in 13 well, seconds because well, But my point was, oh, and
0: by the way, let me tell you what, in that 15 minutes, oh, my, my face was turning orange. Um, because this was not
1: and it took you it took you thirty minutes to come back to life, well, but after that, so it wasn't just fifteen minutes, it was forty five minutes, but, but I'm also gone. like,
0: you know what i I went to do this real quick to get this annoying thing out of the way so I could get now I'm not getting right and I'll, and and what my and the re i like multiple times I almost said, forget it, I'll do this later. And then I realized, no if I say I'm gonna do this later, it's gonna come up again and again and again and again, right? so so you know, it was addressing that. And I, and I bring this up, I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to connect this to sales and marketing alignment, which which is, you know, identifying where, like when you talk alignment all the time, actually, I, I just made this discovery right now, this moment, when you talk alignment all the time, you actually create an incentive, this weird incentive to not talk about these points of friction because when you talk about those points of friction, you, you talk about, um, you, 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 you highlight lack of alignment, right? Right. And, and, and by the way, highlighting lack of alignment, oh my God, it's a pain. I could take five minutes and just you know, deal with this, or I've got to now explain this to somebody Then I'm going to probably have to explain it to three other people, then it, it eats up a whole lot of load. And so we just put up with it again and again and again, and, and that draws us down. And so when you talk about sales and marketing alignment, you're, you're, you're focused on this internal element that doesn't have anything to do with velocity, necessarily, it, it may, it, it probably correlates with velocity. Whereas if you just focus on creating clarity of destination and you focus on the underlying prioritization schemas and you realize that we're not looking for alignment, we're looking for improvement, right? That that, that that's what we're looking for. And if you measure against improvement, that's where alignment emerges, right? And that's how you align.
1: Okay. Okay. I, I love it. So, but what what you just explained is a little bit of what I was, and clearly I didn't explain it very well at, at the beginning of this, um, or at the beginning of this conversation, which was what, so from an operational standpoint, and I hate to go back to the operational standpoint, organiz- like I bet you a lot of marketing people don't even know that salespeople are having to fill out 40 fields when they close a deal. And the salespeople are like, "Why the hell do I have to fill out these forty fields? Because I'm never going to use those forty fields." And marketing is like, "Well, I have these twenty fields that I have to fill out, and I don't really know why I have to fill out these twenty fields." And then the salespeople are like, "I don't even know what those twenty fields are that the marketing team created. I, I would never use those." But meanwhile, it's creating all of these this 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 extra work, and it's not in creating. I, I love the fact of sales and marketing improvement. That 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 is instead of alignment as a as kind of a term. If you improve that process by removing even just ten fields that I have to figure out fill out when I close a deal, life just got a little bit you know it, that improved. The well, what process. if what if the that answer is
0: problem. hold on a second? What if the answer is you there are ten fields that you have to fill out that you didn't have to fill out before?
1: Well, here like maybe there's. It, explain to me why i have to what what is the what is the value of me filling those those fields out
0: i, I mean I don't, I don't know but my because my... i told you to? what
1: well, is it, what's it, what's a manager going to say because i told you to i mean that's what a lot of managers say but
0: look i'll tell you what you know i see crm all the time and i'll tell you that that I've, i i am the problem is far more often that, that important data is missing from the CRM than there's data without
1: question. Okay, so so but my, my, my point question. here
0: See my point is not less is more, right? It it it's again it's about managing trade offs, which which is having an underlying prioritization schema having people understand what the rules of the game are, right? Which is what the prioritization schema is. Um, if I have to explain everything, I mean, I, like I'm gonna say to a large part, if we're gonna operate at the level of complexity that we operate at and we, um, and at the speed that we wanna be able to operate at, I, I think I'm gonna have lots of instances where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And, and I'm gonna say, and, and a lot of times, why do they need to know? Why should they know? If I need to have my marketing teams communicating to each other when each one is sending things, that's a systems problem. But it was
1: I totally agree.
0: So, so I'm not going to solve the right hand, left hand, which I see a lot of people do. They implement communication protocols. They before you can sign, you have to no.
1: The- it, it, you're right. It's a, it's, just, it's a, it is a systems problem, no doubt.
0: Right, and so the right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing is not particularly relevant, is it?
1: Well, identifying that there is even a problem is is is.
0: And and, he, a and that 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 by the way that boils down to the next thing. What is a problem? And I see a lot of people take on a lot of problems that are actionable. And they
1: shouldn't even be taking on.
0: Well, but they take them on because they're actionable. Right. Do they create Delta? Where's, where's that Delta? Right. And, and so to me that that's the underlying cause and that's where the blame game comes from is when there's not a clear, you know, clarity of, of objective and, and, and the rules aren't clear and, or we're playing the wrong game. Alrighty. Hannah, telling us we got a, we got, we're running out of time to get to the question. Hannah's got a question for mm-hmm. us. Oh Yeah.
1: How's everybody
0: doing? All right, Hannah, what's your question today?
1: So you actually answered my question, but I have another question. So what one piece of advice would you give sales and marketing teams today to improve what they're doing to become more aligned?
0: Mike Mike would say, left hand, tell the right hand what you're doing. Right hand, tell the left hand what you're doing.
1: No, it's, it, no there there's it, it depends on the context as far as and i know doug you hate it when i say that uh like in a b2b organization i think it's i, I think it is somewhat critically important that you know if you're in sales go spend a little bit of time with, with your marketing team let them know what kind of content you need what what questions are you being asked um and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you're in marketing, go sit with your sales team, listen to their sales calls, go on sales calls with them, um, so that you can hear the questions that customers are asking. And it's the same thing. And I, I was—I forget if it was Rebecca or somebody from HubSpot when they came up with the whole flywheel. That was something that marketing came up with, and then they realized, well, customers aren't even customers aren't even talking about flywheels. Why are we even spending so much time on it? So that's my. Uh, Small piece of advice.
0: Cross, dis, cross disciplinary, cross-discipline objectives and metrics. How many times does the marketing team have marketing metrics and the sales team has sales metrics? And the the thing about metrics is I always say the metric isn't what's informative. It's the trend of the metric and, or the relation of the metric. Right. And, and so you shouldn't be solving for marketing. You shouldn't be solving for sales. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, there really is no such thing in actuality as sales and marketing. Right. They're all mental constructs that enable us to manage organizations. What, what the sales and marketing organization is, is responsible for is revenue or aspects of revenue. And so there's no such thing as a marketing problem, no such thing as a sales problem, there are revenue problems. And solving for the business, solving for the organization. And this is an interesting thing where I get into some debates with some of my friends that are more you know, sales trainers, sales coaches, sales thought leaders. And I always tell them where on, on a number of things that we disagree with, I say the difference between your business and my business, and by the way, they work with companies where they're working with the individual salespeople. But I always say, you know, right. your, your business is making sales champions, right? Your, your business is making salespeople the best salespeople they can be. My business is making sales organizations the best organizations they can be. Right, and and the action that you take to maximize a salesperson is not always going to be, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to say is often not going to be the same thing that you do when you're trying to, you know, optimize or maximize for the organization. Right,
1: <laughs> and exactly. and so like there, you, know,
0: you know, they're 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 very very different things, right, and 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 so there are a lot of times. You know, I, I I've always said IBM had the greatest was the greatest sales organization in the history of the world, no question about it. And they did not achieve that by by hiring or having the best salespeople. I think Burroughs sales team could could run circles around IBM. But IBM had a better system, and IBM had and and, and IBM solved organizationally, right? Burroughs focused on winning sales. IBM focused on maximizing revenue, if you will, which, which means, you know, you're 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 not looking to solve for everybody. There there are aspects. There 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 are times where you say to to a customer or a salesperson, "Yeah, we might not be the right ones for you." Right, and 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 so understanding what is that game and solving for the whole, I think, is the key. And so, I, I'm not against the the you know go spend time with each other. I don't like the, like, I'm more and more as I hear these things from an event standpoint, you know, it's like, I, I, the, the objective in that is empathy, but, but I think that what we're, what we should be striving for is more organizationally. How does the structure in the system enable that, that empathetic thinking? Like, how should I be able to, if, if I'm in a content job, how should I be able to do my job without considering sales? If, you know, and, and the way you do that is by having the objectives be cross-disciplined so they're viewed through um, and, and sales viewed through, right? Um, and, and then the metrics that align with it as well. So it, it makes it a little bit harder to set up the structure. It makes it a little bit harder to get, I mean, no, get well, out of the door.
1: It, I it it, right, I think it makes it extremely hard to set up the structure.
0: No, but it makes, it, right. hard. As soon as it, you makes it hard. It makes it hard. It doesn't make it extremely well. hard. Well,
1: you're you're forgetting that you're always going to be dealing with with people in these systems, and there's a lot of opinions to go around.
0: So I've just invented a new sport, and I want us to go play, and you know what? We're going to figure the rules out as we go. I don't have the rules fully built out, but let's go ahead. Let's get the league started. How's that going to work? (laughs) Right? What have we talked about? We've talked about clarity of, of objective, clarity and understanding of the rules. What's the, prioritisa- what's the prioritization schema, right? Those have to be clear, right? We're playing an infinite game. We're not playing a finite game. It's dynamic. All those things are happening because you have those people involved, right? What what we do is we go, oh, because this is hard. You, wait, we've got to go. We've got to hurry up. No one- oh, no, wait, 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 wait.
1: Right, without a, without a doubt, without a doubt.
0: So, so, it, so it's hard. What, what you're doing is you're moving the hard thinking up front instead of the thinking about it every single time and now it's everybody's
1: you know, twice, full marks.
0: interpretation, right? Yeah. right? And, and so, yeah, it, you know what? It will slow you down out of the gate. But do you know what I say to that? Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And that's my one piece of advice to sales and marketing
1: teams. You brought it around. That was your your tip of the day.
0: What's your takeaway today, Mike?
1: Uh, So takeaway, I I loved it. Um, Stop using the word. And this is going to be, you've got to write a blog post on this because you're obviously a really good writer. Um, and I shouldn't give you that much credit, but I will. Uh, sales and marketing alignment needs to really change. The term needs to change to sales and marketing improvement. And I think if you take that mindset, you'll 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 start seeing improvement very very quickly.
0: So so I'll pick up on that. To see that you've got to define what improvement is. What what are we looking for? I think too often we talk about sales and marketing alignment and objectives and things like that we talk about that in 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 the abstract um so you know being clear about what is the state that you're seeking um is is really what my takeaway is there All right, mike well we are not going to be recording in two weeks it's probably going to be three weeks because two weeks from now i will be either by a pool or on the beach reacquainting myself with mojitos and tequila sunrises so
1: um, <laughs> so, you, you, come on! I know you didn't give up the last two, but maybe uh, seeing the beach again—that's great, man. Good for you.
0: So I, I will be in Cancun, Mexico, Mexico. Nice. Um, so I will see you on the next Black Line podcast at the end of September.